0: Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Select a to bet, and me as ever is Greg Browning for a look at this week's fixtures in Belarus. How's it going, Greg?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You okay?
0: Good, we've got a busy evening ahead of us, this is the first of three podcasts that we're going to be doing this week, well, tonight. It's now known as Podcast
1: Wednesday. Podcast Wednesday,
0: indeed. <laughs> uh, so we've got this one, as I say, we're going to have a look at Belarus um, in the next 10-15 minutes ahead of the weekend. There's a game on Thursday that we're going to have a look at, so we're going to get this podcast out early. And... Later on we're recording with David McDonald from Pine Bobro for a look at the football in Scotland at the weekend. And then even later on we're going to be recording again with David Weatherston for a look ahead to our favourite league, the Norwegian league. The um, so, jet setters. Yes, plenty to look forward <laughs> to. All, all from the comforts of our own, our own living room. So yeah, uh, we do get around a bit. Uh, so let's have a wee quick look at Belarus then. And last week... You made it 13 winning naps out of 14, which is just remarkable.
1: Really, you yeah, must be really pleased that they've won. I'm pleased. I'm you pleased. I'm, I generally am losing track. I have to keep asking you what we at is it 13 <laughs> or 14 or 15. Yeah. So it's hit 13 out of 14s. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. And I guess that goes by showing focusing in the one league can often yep. help. And I've got yep. no doubt at all that this 13 out of 14s resulted as a, of that um, look. At Belarus, and it's probably what, March, probably? End uh, of March? Yeah,
0: March, April, maybe. But um, yeah, and you were saying you've got, what, three tips lined up for this week, but you couldn't decide on your NAP this week, so fingers crossed you've got the right
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feeling the pressure <laughs>
0: now. <laughs> around. Um, so last week's winning NAP, uh, talk us through that one.
1: So Vitesk at Dynamo Brest, so it to hit four or more corners, and they hit seven in the end. I think they they ended up getting four pretty early on. We also had the Test double chance. They're probably a bit unfortunate to lose the game 1-0. They're well in the match for Test, and they definitely give Dynamo Brest a a really good game. So, pleased to make it a 13-14, and as you say, with three bets lined up for this week, and I have just finalised my NAP selection for Match Day 21. Uh, So, just looking back at Match Day 20, no surprise again that Slutsk lost. That's their... um, well, one win in twelve now for them. They are really kind of dropping down towards those bottom two places, which will be music to Belshina and Smolovici's ears. Yes, going to Belshina. Belshina, another victory for them at the weekend, which is good. Yep. Seeing a yep. victory against Smolovici. I yep. think Smolovici, obviously, given their financial problems and the kind of turnover in having to bring in lots of loan e signings from other sides in the league, they are starting to struggle now. So it's no surprise. I can't see them getting out of their current predicament of being in the bottom two.
0: Yeah, we could see so, Belshina off the bottom
1: this weekend. We could, we absolutely could. I don't think Smolovici are going to get any result at all at Dynamo Minsk. So a victory here for Belshina against a side who have only won one once in 12 matches is on the cards. Yeah, we'll
0: get to that one in a minute because I know that's the
1: first game we're going to look at. Uh, yeah, that's on Thursday. Um, in terms of the title race, Bar- Borisov lost again. 2-0 up away to Torpedo and he just absolutely chucked it and got beat 4-2 so cracking is out for Torpedo but what it does do it gives Shakhtar and Neiman Grodno a great lift uh, Shakhtar sit top of the league by 3 points at the moment and Grodno with the game in hand can join them at the top if they win that game in hand so it's cracking for the league to see not bat Borisov running away with the league we've yeah, actually got a proper title race on now we thought they would for a while, didn't we? We did. They actually went, I think they went six or seven games in a row, um, winning convincingly, back Borisov. But they then went on a losing kind and a winless streak of 1-1-5. One, one, they then won their, their next two games. But, yeah, last weekend, 2-0 up and absolutely cruising, and they've been, been battered 4-2. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, great news for Shakhtar and great news for Neiman Grodno. And it's probably worthwhile mentioning as well. That's Neiman Grodno now. Not considered a goal In eight and a half matches So by my mathematics That's 779 minutes Since they last considered a goal In a game um, Which is more actually Than eight and a half matches ago um, Not a side to be watching for goals though There's yeah. just been seven goals scored In their last eight games Wow Five 1-0 wins A 2-0 win And 2 nil nils. It's a bit like Shakhtar were yeah, the It is the It's, it's, season,
0: what it's like it? beat
1: me to it it's a replica of what Shakhtar did earlier in the season. So that's going to come to an end at some point. But they're, they're in cracking form at the moment. And it's good to see both Shakhtar and Grodno um, keeping back borders off in check.
0: Yeah. So first game we're going to look at this weekend. And for whatever reason, unfortunately, it's a very early game this week, which is Thursday at four o'clock. And as we mentioned just a minute or two ago, it's an opportunity for Belshina. Sheena to come off the bottom of the table. I think, would that be like the first time this season they've been off the table? Yeah, I of the think table? so, yeah.
1: They've pretty much been bottom for oh, all
0: the way through. 20
1: rounds. Yeah. So, they host a really dire Slutsk side at the moment. Now, we kind of say this every week for Belshina that every match is a must-win match. <laughs> but, <laughs> this is another one for them in terms of, if they can win this match, it takes them to within five points of Slutsk. If they lose this match, though, um, you're then talking 12, 13 points behind, and there's only really Garodia who they can realistically challenge to, to kind of catch and yeah. get out those bottom two places. Yeah. I think FC Minsk will be fine. They've got two games in hand still, so they still expect them to get out of their predicament of kind of second, third, uh, third bottom. But for Bill Sheena, it's an absolutely massive game, but they must be full of confidence, though, after beating Smolavici last weekend 3 0. That was a huge result for them. Yeah, Good. that's. Sorry, I'm in the wrong game here, but is that not like the third one? Three weeks, third win of the season, so they're actually in pretty good shape, uh, Bill I think they lost narrowly the week before that. So, as often as the case of Bill really disappointing last weekend that the bookies pretty much bottled it yeah. last weekend. Um, no bookie was offering markets at all until very close until kickoff, And even then, they weren't prepared to offer corner markets, which is a real shame and actually really annoying because they hit seven corners and on Saturday.
0: <laughs> as they do.
1: And because we're playing small Avicii as well, obviously Small Avicii has been all are really struggling at the moment. So mm-hmm. they've definitely been on Belshina to hit yeah. hopefully five or six corners in that match. Yeah. But in terms of this game, in terms of the angle, I do think Belshina will win this game. They were five to four to win the match earlier in the week. I think they're now eleven to ten. But again, looking at the corner markets, Belshina have been absolutely fantastic. What you'll find though is they have been hitting more corners away from home than at home. And I think that's quite well known now, especially the guys that follow this league and follow my tips and, and Belshina throughout the season. They've hit four or more in 15 of their last 15 games. So it's pretty impressive. They've hit seven, eight, eight, six, nine, five, five, four, five, and five in their last ten. So it's easy to see why they've been a, a real firm favourite of, of the podcast. Sadly though, the bookies for two reasons. One have maybe wisened up to boshina's corners antics and the fact that mm. we've been slutsk as well, a team with one win in 12. I think the bookies are expecting Bill Sheena to win this game and to hit some corners. At the moment, they're around about 11 to 10 to hit six or more. Six or more is that fine line between do you go for it or do you not? Mm. I just think at home, they haven't been delivering as many corners as they have away from home, boshina Um They have conceded four or more in seven of their 10 home games this season. So I'm going to take a different slant in this game. Rather than focusing on just Bilshina, I've had a look at Slutsk's performances so far corner-wise. Now, Slutsk have only conceded six or more corners in two of their last 12. So they don't concede that many corners, Slutsk, which is interesting. So given where Bilshina are, I'm going to take a different view in this game and take both teams to hit four or more corners. Now, Slutsk, as we know, are struggling... But they have hit four or more at Smolovici. They hit four or more at Grodia. And they hit four or more at Slavia. And you could probably put Belshina into that bracket of clubs who are kind of at the bottom of the table and struggling. Mm -hmm. So I've got no question at all that Belshina will hit at least four corners here. So I think the best way and the safest way to try and find value and try and find that kind of even money shot is by taking both teams to hit four or more corners. And that pays 11 to 10 is the total corner market a way to tackle this? I see. You could do, I did look at it.
0: Sorry, I see Bet365 have got um, over nine corners of ten and above five to six. So, effectively, you're really just looking for another two corners, you know, to add to what you are already saying, but yeah. come from either side.
1: I just think, given sluts, don't concede that many corners, to be fair. Mm. Um, and I think six is still a bit high. I'm not too keen on clubs getting six. Okay. Although that said, <laughs> the next tip <step> is a <laughs> task. But I just think Bosnina at home they're far better away from home in terms of the corner count. Okay. And what's interesting is Boshina have the most corners in the league away from home, which is incredible for a team at bottom of the league. Yeah,
0: unbelievable. Okay, so the bet that one is Bosnina V Slutsk, and it's both teams to win four or more corners, and that's eleven to ten.
1: Yeah, I think we're only just relying on Slutsk here. If Slutsk can hit four, then this bet lands. Okay
0: next game is Friday 4 o'clock and it's Vitebsk V slutch
1: yeah so 9th v 10th sorry 9th 8th here on Friday at 4 o'clock um, I think I've been banging on about Vitesk now for the last two or three weeks um, they're probably a bit unlucky last weekend they played current champions Dynamo Brest away they beat them 7-1 in the corner count to land an app uh, but they went down 1-0 so they're probably a bit unlucky they never got something from that game having read the reports from that match. But in terms of the corner counts for Vitesk, they've been fantastic, especially over the last month or so. In their last five games, they've had eight, 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 seven and seven. So pretty impressive. And at home, I think they've got the second best defensive record in the league at home and the record in the league at home. They've only lost once in 10 home matches. Five wins, four draws, and just one solitary defeat. I think it's worth pointing out as well the top three clubs in the league, based on the league table at the moment, so Bat Borisov, Neiman Grodno, and Shaktor, have all come to Vitesk and have all failed to win. Mm-hmm. So there's no denying that Vitesk at home are going kind of afford to be reckoned with. They don't lose many games. And as I said last week and the week before, draws is probably their downfall and why they're only sitting in ninth and not probably four or five points better off. Mm-hmm. Now, Islots themselves away from home. Not great. They've played ten matches, lost seven, and they've only won three times. But I think it's worth pointing out those three wins came against Slavia, FC Minsk, and grodia So again, those three wins came against sides kind of struggling at the bottom end of the table. Oh, yeah. below the table. Yeah. So I think in terms of Slots have come into this game actually in decent form. Um, they lost three in a row, but two of those defeats were to Slutsk and Smolivici, which is really disappointing. But they've then gone and beating Dynamo Brest. I'm not going to look too much into that. That was after Dynamo Brest's two-week, three-week COVID-19 break. So that was Dynamo Brest's first game pretty much in three weeks. Mm -hmm. They beat them 2-0. And they won last weekend 4-2 at Struggling Slavia. So don't get me wrong, two really good wins for them, but I'm not going to read too much into that. I just think with home advantage here, Vitesk can... Probably get the win. I think thirteen to ten is a fair price actually for Fatesk. I was very close to going with that, but given how Fatesk have performed corner wise over the last four or five games, they've got seven or more now in their last five. I think at home, home advantage. I think they can get six here, and I think I quite like the price here of the test six plus corners at eleven to ten.
0: And who's that with?
1: That's for Skybet. Skybet. But again, others will hopefully have Marcus up closer to kick off. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Okay. And that takes us to our last game that we're going to look at and we've already discussed Pat Borisov's kind of struggles, I suppose, already this season and they're at home to Gorodia on Saturday at 6pm.
1: So this is a Greg special, this. This is finding a massive, massive underdog and taking advantage of fairly relaxed and fairly generous corner markets on the opposition. Yep. So, Bat Borisov, three points off the top. Now, they went on a run of just one win in six, quite a lot of draws. They've then gone on, though, and they hammered Rook Breast 3 0, and they absolutely destroyed FC Minsk 6 0 at home two weeks ago. So, you're starting to think that's Bat Borisov back on the wagon, <laughs> back winning games again, should kind of go clear at the top. But they then lost last weekend 4 2 at Torpedo, and been 2 0 up as well. Um, it was a real surprise They've only won One of their last five games at home And that was the the last game they played Against FC Minsk But one win in five at home For a, a club like Bat Borisov Probably is pretty disappointing actually yeah. It's pretty pretty expected to win more than no, that Over that no, run of
0: games It's no championship winning form, is it?
1: No it's not So looking at I'm really interested in Bat's home form And Bat's form overall in terms of corners They've conceded three or more corners now in 16 of their 20 league games Which is massive yeah. Given they are, they are the best team And the biggest team in the league um, And they've conceded 3 or more um, In 16 of those games Even most recently They've conceded four, four, nine, four, two, three, and 5 So that's where Grodia come in I tipped Grodia last weekend To score at home to Energetic And they did um, In terms of Grodia's form themselves They're obviously struggling at the bottom of the league But they are a bit inconsistent. Two wins, two draws and three defeats from their last seven games. So it isn't too bad, to be fair, for a team that's sitting fourth bottom. But what I do like the look of, though, they've hit three or more corners now in six of their seven games, the last six of their seven games. And this season as well, they've hit three or more corners in 13 of their 20 league games. So I just feel that three plus corners for Garodia at even money it's too big a price to ignore for them to, just to get three corners. And it's a, it's a kind of angle I've taken now in quite a few back Borisov home matches. The bookies just totally underestimate the away side in yeah, terms was, of most away sides that go to back Borisov tend to be big places.
0: I was going to ask you about that FC Minsk game where they won 6-0. Did FC Minsk not rack up quite a few corners even though they get hammered? You've got some memory. <laughs> yes. <you. laughs>
1: um, they, they lost the match 6-0 FC Minsk. And they won the corner count four one. Right. So this happens all the time. How many how many examples have you had this on the channel yeah. where I've put a match up, a team not expected to get a result, the team have been absolutely hammered and they've still managed to deliver three or four corners. Yeah, and we've
0: said before, I mean three or more corners isn't a big ask regardless of who's playing who. You know, as it's long as not, they don't get up the park, then there's a chance that, you know, they'll get a corner or two and three doesn't seem out reach There's each.
1: nothing better though than a double corner. It just brings oh, it just brings a big smile to my face in a double corner.
0: <laughs> it's better than a goal these days. It
1: is. So I think for me, I think even money's a, a really fair price and a really good price. I think for to hit three or more corners. Yeah. Especially given one performance performances corner wise, and secondly, Bat Borisov are conceding three pretty much every game.
0: Yeah, and also the fact that Bat, although they're one to six to win the game, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be putting much money on that, would you? Given the form that they've been in.
1: No, you wouldn't. Obviously, they're so inconsistent at the moment. Uh, mm. Some big wins, some really disappointing draws, and some shocking losses as well. So, not a game I'll be touching at that price. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think Bat Borisov should, should have been this game comfortably.
0: Yeah.
1: But I'm going to snap up even money for Garodia to a yeah. few more corners. Sounds a good shout. OK, can you just give us a wee recap
0: of those three bets for the weekend then?
1: Yeah, so starting on Thursday at four o'clock on the first kickoff, I'm taking Belshina versus Slutsk. And I'm taking both sides to hit four or more corners, and that pays 11 to 10. And on Friday at 4 pm, I'm taking Vitesk at home to Isloch, and taking Vitesk to hit six or more corners at 11 to 10, and that will be this weekend's nap in Belarus. And finally, on to Friday, sorry, Saturday, sorry, in the 6 pm kickoff, Bat Borisov versus Garodia, and I'm taking Garodia to hit three or more corners at even money.
0: Thank you very much. Now, don't forget you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, as well as following our own account at Gambler Tips. Of course, we always appreciate any retweets of the podcast. So if you like listening to the podcast, then please help us spread the word by giving us a wee retweet where you can. Um, this podcast is available early to those people who are subscribed to Greg's private channel. If you want to get involved and start to receive um, daily tips from Greg, then You should join us at gambler.co.uk. Go there for all the details. Make sure you catch our other two podcasts this week, one focusing on Scottish football with David MacDonald from Pine Bovril, so that should be a good listen. and a regular look ahead to the weekend's action in Norway with uh, David Weatherson. Both of those will be available first and foremost on Greg's private channel this evening, which is Wednesday, and will be publicly available on Thursday evening and that's us for this week in the meantime good luck uh, with your bets for this weekend and thanks for your tips Greg
1: yes thank you good luck